All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast, episode number 188. And this is a big one. The first time in over a year we have a guest on, Rich from Gas House Golf. Thank you for joining me. What is up? Jackson, what's going on, my brother? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate yeah, you of course. Uh, getting me on the podcast today. I'm stoked. Yeah, yeah, of course. When I was actually, I'll put all your links down below for anyone who wants to check it out or just site, type in at Gas House Golf. Um, it's some really cool polos. You're wearing one right now. Thank you. Yeah. And one of the things I immediately recognized was like, first off, they're cool, obviously, but they're like super reasonably priced. Uh, yeah, I, uh, like, that was that was part of the reason of, of me starting Gas House Golf. Um, yeah, let's hear you know, I, I was, you know, it's funny. I was uh, most people that, you know, they know me. Obviously, I still have my, my day job. And I was telling you before, I'm, I'm a financial analyst. So, you know, normal guy, you know, nothing crazy. Uh, and I was sitting in my apartment um, a couple of years ago. And just like I'm sure your closet and my closet and all your viewers closets, I have a million polos that were, you know, maybe a stripe or a polka dot you know, nothing crazy. And a lot of them are, are golf polos are expensive, man. Like they can yeah. be like 75, 80, 90. I've got a couple of Peter Millar polos. I love them. They're like $110. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, we have a game that's really expensive. Clubs are expensive. Yeah. Golfing itself. Golf, of course, yeah, expensive. Golf, yeah. expensive. <laughs> golf balls are expensive. Every, every damn thing about golf is expensive. And I was like, you know, we're, we're, and this is during COVID too. So I'm like, you know, oh, all God. these new players are coming. And I was like, we're ushering in this, you know, new generation of the game and all these new players. Um, and I said, well, what's one thing that I can do to maybe like make that, make golfing less expensive. Um, and when I was thinking of gas house, I said, I want to make a clothing company that's really fun, you know, standout polos, very Instagrammable or social media. Cause you know, we live in such a social media heavy world now that's not going to break the bank. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I settled on the price point. We retail them online for 50 bucks and you know, why 50 bucks is still 50 bucks. It's better than, you know, a hundred dollars or $110. And, and I kind of told myself that, you know, I love the Peter Millar golf uh, apparel and the you know, companies like that. And I kind of put it like this, like, I'm going to let them sell Maseratis and Porsches all day. They're in that market. I'm going to sell Toyota Corollas. There's a market for that too. I was like, you know, you guys take the high end luxury market. <laughs> I love those polls. I'm going to still buy them. But you know, for people that have to be a little more cost conscientious, or maybe don't want to spend a ton of money because they just spent $900 on irons or whatever, yeah. you know, let's make a golf polo that's, you know, fun to wear, not going to break the bank and, and in that more consumer budget friendly category, because there definitely is, is room in the market for that. So that's yeah. kind of how I stumbled upon that price point where we're at. That's awesome. When so COVID did it was it um, created around like 2020? Yeah, so we launched right during we went live sales in like February, end of January, beginning of February of 2020. So that was like right around the time that like we were hearing of like oh there's this like yeah. covid disease it's oh it's in china or it's overseas it's not going to get to america everyone's going like ah, we won't come here it's not a problem and then i remember you know what was like the first week of march like america shut down so we had our doors open for maybe not even a month and a half and next thing you know everyone's like you know covid's happening and i was like holy crap i just started this business like i just you know, took money out of savings and I'm like, you know, kind of put my life on the line. I was like, uh -oh. I was like, how are things going to work out? And, and, you know, obviously COVID wasn't a laughing matter, but I'm just sitting there kind of like, oh shit, probably. like what would I do now? I've never owned a small business before and I never have I had to endure owning a small business during a pandemic, but let's go for it. Fuck it. I mean, I was like, all right. 
I mean, if you can make a brand new business at the peak of a global pandemic and come out of it alive, what on earth can't you do? You know what I can't do is uh, is fix that over the top movement with my right yeah. shoulder, man. I still got that slice I got. I, I'm, I'm working on fixing. I can start a small business during COVID, but I still can't stop that over the top <laughs> slice movement. God, I'm always working on it. So I can't either. <laughs> I was getting pissed off at the range. Today. It's like every oh, yeah. single freaking shot. I'm slicing every single shot I hit. Yeah. So I'm curious actually. Telly. I'm curious what your handicap is. So my handicap right now, I think on the gin app, I'm at like a 10.2. So, you know, I'm going out there, I'm shooting mid eighties. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I went out there the other day and I, I shot an 80 on the number and I came back like a week later, like an 89. So it just, it's feast or famine for me. I go out there and sometimes <laughs> it's like, Oh, it's finally clicking. And I wake up the next day and I hit the same swing and I'm like, Oh, what shit. So. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll have to set up some match. When we move down to Florida, maybe meet in the middle or whenever we're in Carolina, whenever you're in Florida, because I'm around it. I'm basically like a 10. I'm, I'm the same I'm the same thing. Yeah. I, who knows? Who knows what you're going to get? I actually we were just in Florida last week and I yeah. pull up to the range, get a bucket. I hit probably 50 balls while we're waiting for our buddies. Nick can attest to this. And um, I right. shanked 48 out of 50 shots. At least. <laughs> like it was every single shot but yeah here welcome to the podcast nick it's our third oh once 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 one minute once again you can watch us live on youtube at golf bowling um on youtube so while he figures this out um i guess we'll pause the introductions i was about to ask you oh tj max so yeah. what's going on with Gas House Golf right now? Because it seems like it's going awesome. I need to actually get some polos if we can make that happen. Because hundred yeah. percent, say the word and we'll have them sent over to you. Um, yeah. So I was I was golfing. This is it's it's end of June right now. So this had to be in March. Yeah, it was in March because I was playing in a golf tournament the next day, and one of the mini tour guys I sponsor. We were playing at uh, – if anybody's ever been to Charleston, uh, there's a course called Patriots Point. It overlooks like the Charleston Harbor, you know, a beautiful course. And um, I'm walking down like the third or fourth fairway, and I'm with uh, uh, Kyle Webb, who one of the mini tour guys is sponsored. And it was actually my first time meeting him, and we're playing in this tournament together the next day. And we're just shooting the shit, going back and forth. You know, I'm playing really well. And, uh, and you know, he's out there. This guy hits it like two, 320 on the fly. It's, it's stupid how far he carries the golf ball. He's, it's ridiculous. So, I'm, you know, I just picked him up as a sponsor. So, I'm kind of telling him about Gas House. We're getting to know each other. And out of left field, my phone buzzes. And um, we run our uh, the website through Shopify. A lot of places, you know, run their, their accounts through Shopify, mm-hmm. e-commerce, small businesses. And we have like a customer support, like contact us type of page. And, uh, and if I ever get a message from it, it normally like, you know, pings an email over to me and I check it, see what it is. But half the time it's spam, people are trying to sell you things, whatever. And, uh, and I look and there's a message on there from someone with a at tjx.com, um, like, you know, dot, you know, however you, yeah. you do your, yeah. your work emails, however it's, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I was like, I wonder if this is like spam or is this real? What is this? And I look at it, and it is the gentleman who worked for TJ Maxx. He's one of their buyers, and he reaches out. He's like, "Hey, Gasol's Golf, this is who I am. You know, you guys have some really cool polos. We're looking at, you know, changing our line a little bit, adding some more fun stuff. You know, do you is there a potential that we could, you know, work together, collaborate?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." Next question. Uh, 
or as my buddy said, next question. So um, <laughs> I, I get done and I was like, all right, let me email this guy back. So I emailed him back and long story short, we ended up getting on the phone and like the next couple of days and he went to me and he was like, Hey, you know, this is what we have. This is what we're looking for. You know, we carry, you know, Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, all the heavy hitters. We want to bring some specialty projects, products. And uh, we were like, what you have? And he was like, you know, can we try to make it happen? I said, all right. So we crunched some numbers and he threw out, um, you know, how many poles they were looking for. And it was by far the largest order we've ever done. Um, and he was like, Hey, you know, and obviously the two, there's a lot of like logistical issues going on in the world right now. You know, you always hear about, you read the news, CNN or Fox or whatever it is. And there's like shipping containers sitting out at port for a week, 10 days, however long it is. And he was like, how quickly can you get me, you know, X amount of polos? We want to put them in stores from coast to coast. And I was like, let me get back with you. I was like, I'll make it as quick as I can. And I got on the phone with my manufacturer who is, who's overseas. And I was like, look, this is what the opportunity is. You know, um, what can we do? And they got back to me with, you know, a, a price point that worked for both of us. You know, they can make their margin. We can make our margin on our end. And, uh, and I said, well, how about the logistics, the shipping? When can we get them there? And they gave me a date on, you know, a rough estimate. And I went back to TJ Maxx and their, their buyer was like, Let's make it happen. Now, before I knew it, I had a purchase order in my inbox from TJ Maxx, and they own Marshalls as well, so it's like half TJ Maxx, half Marshalls. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is actually happening!" Like from something I dreamt up on my couch in my house to like, "Oh, maybe I'll just sell some poles on the side yeah. and make a buck." To wow, I'm going to be in stores coast to coast. Like that's it's crazy, and and it was cool because it kind of gave me the ability now to where if I want to go to you know other stores, like say pretend like Dix yeah. or. 100%. Galaxy or whoever. Yeah. And now I can say, look, I can fulfill orders of, you know, this size. And I never thought it was something I, I mean, I never, not that I never thought I'd get to it, but I thought, it, you know, I'd scale at a different rate, but here yeah. we are, TJ Maxx, they should be in stores later this year. Um, they're going to ship out in the next month. So I'm just, every day they're sending me updates and they sent me photos today. of just like this pile of boxes, just thousands of shirts stacked high. And I was like, that this is crazy. They all have gas. I was on them. Yeah, it's super exciting. So yeah, Nick, this is this is Rich. Rich, this is Nick from um, Rich from Gas House Golf. What's going on, brother? Got if sorry you... for the technical issues. You know, new computer. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. New, yeah. yeah so computer. and then I was just running from caddying. Um, it was a member, member, and or member guest, and it's just it was uh, it was a it was a day. I actually had a lot of fun, but that's uh, can't complain. So. How drunk did the, the member of the guest get? The guest, he told me he wanted to be the drunkest guest there. He was a five handicap who could hit the ball about, I'd say, 295, 300. He had a four, he had a 224 iron into the wind. Um, and I was like, again, he did have rocket ball irons, but at the same time, I was like, there's no way you're a five handicap. This flight, um, I think, like, combined we had one match where like the other team shot like four under as a group. And I was just like this. And then our team shot like even I was like, okay, so basically like everyone here is sandbagging. Like there's just no possible way oh, any of sure. these guys are fucking five <laughs> handicaps. Normally I'm like, they're, they're threes who play to a five. It's just ridiculous. But we're at uh, Glenn club. Oh, okay. But, I gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah. So, Nick, look up Gas House Golf right now if you got your phone out. I'll, I, I did already, look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah you probably already I did. did. Yeah. $50 polos, and they're actually cool. And yeah. I wanted you to attest to this before um talk about others because I'm very picky with polos, Rich. I hate yeah. bad polos. Like, I will just not – I'm not about it. I don't even want to – 
it's not as not talk like I'm not a douchebag, but like I don't, you know, I, it, it like I don't really want to work with bad, ugly pull-ups, right? I guess so. I, I mean, who like, would Jackson? I, I don't know who wants to wear. I know, I know, but you know, I can know, think like, of some I, brands I, off the top of my head, but I'm very, uh, I, you know, <laughs> very, very picky. And Gas House Golf, I need some in the closet. I need, mm-hmm. I need some for when we're playing. I need some for when we're doing a podcast. This polo I'm wearing right now. It's probably eight years old. Taking off of, right now. Just yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got an extra polo like right here. I got polos. I was doing little pictures of my house today. I don't. I, I don't know I if I've ever been seen you in that polo ever in my life. Like, what brand is that? Um, you know what, Rich? Looks, I think I got this at TJ Maxx. I was just about to say. Yeah, so you're you know, looking pretty people. freaking good for your yeah. average common golfer. I'm my just I, I won't wait. Oh damn, wrong. I'm not. I'm wearing an Adidas polo. It's just. <laughs> Just had to put on a white polo today. No free polos. No That's free funny. Polos. And, and, and you know, hey, whether you like our polos or, you know, you're, you're out of any of those styles, uh, I got more coming out next year. So we've got oh, our – with the TJ Maxx, you know, with that ca- working capital that was able – you know, we were able to, you know, get from that deal. You know, that really – Enabled us to not only just bring out new polos for next year, but something I'm really excited about is launching our women's line because women's golf is growing through the roof right now. I was reading um, Golf Magazine. I was sitting on the beach the other week, and I, I have a statistic on my phone, and I, I pulled up and showed the screen. It is ridiculous the amount of women that are getting into golf right now, and I was like, uh, you know, that's that's a market we we definitely need to play in. Uh, and some of my friends that I know their, their wives or girlfriends, you know, actually play some college golf and they, I, I talked to them about it and they were like, Rich, you know, most of the times we buy women's golf polos or we buy women's apparel. We actually go to like the tennis section of the store because there's more tennis apparel than there is golf. And, you know, every time you get a, and not, not to knock on dicks or golf galaxy, but you know, you get the little pamphlet in the mail and it's like 10 pages and it's got like clubs yeah. and all the shit in it. Yeah. And it's like nine pages of men's stuff and one page is yeah. it's like, there's definitely a market for fun, photogenic, polos and apparel for women um and that's something that we're going to do we're going to launch our new line uh come early 2020 oh my god i almost said 2021 jesus christ <laughs> 2023 next year it's so, still it's still 2021 so you don't in my mind if you it, say yeah. something's like four or five years ago i still think it's like 2007 um but yeah so we'll have a new lineup coming out in uh, january 23 men's women's new hats new polo accessories the whole deal the whole deal so um so we're doing that. And then another tidbit, and I won't name drop who it is just yet, but we are working with a liquor company that has signed a rather notable golfer in the last few months. Um, and I'm working with them on making polos for not just their team, but for him and his caddy as well. So he's still in his current contract. I don't want to like name drop anything just yet. I don't like to count my when they hatch, but I was actually yeah. working with my designer on my team this morning. She sent me back some revisions and some polos, and uh, and we're working with him as well. And he's a uh, he's a top fifty guy on the PGA Tour, so I'm like extremely excited about that because you know I, if I turn on the Golf Channel and I just see someone You're wearing my polo, I'm, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna absolutely lose it. It's crazy now. Like I'll just be on social media, or, like I'll be out and about, and like every now and then. I mean, it doesn't happen that often, but you know, you'll see someone just like a random person in in the wild and they'll just have one like a gas house golf pole and i don't oh, know who they are man. and i'm like it is the most it gets you it's the best feeling ever i love Dude, it I'm like, somebody i gotta get you like, gassed up <laughs> gets me gassed up absolutely yeah. makes me want to go home and start working on more polos so um oh yeah so yeah so that's something in the in the cooker that's it's simmering right now we're, we're working on it so i'll have think- more more for that in the future 
you ever want to do like a limited edition drop of just Jackson's face on a polo, I think that would probably sell. <laughs> you um, could do that. Yeah. Because again, I think just everyone loves Mr. Golf Balling. And, you know, I yeah. want to be Mr. Golf Balling when I grow up. So, yeah. We could definitely just, make a polo for sure. Yeah. We could, we could design it golf balling, Jackson's face. We, hell, we yeah. could put some, I mean, you guys have great content on your page. With some of your best memes, we could just like memes everywhere. We could do whatever you want. The sky is the ceiling. I mean, yeah. I, I was laughing at what you guys posted about the the uh, the Grayson Murray. Oh um, yeah! Oh my god! Body bag. Get out the body bag. You know he did. You know he deleted his social medias. Deleted I mean, his social I medias. Mean, you have to. My, my uncle actually owns a funeral parlor in New Jersey, and if he wants a good deal on like a casket, like we can actually just we can get him for. It. I'm sure we can get a discount because he just he killed himself. That was horrible. I was I would have just moved to like the swiss alps and just never show my face wow again. i wasn't the first person to make a killing themselves joke on this podcast that's that's really norm like <laughs> well, okay bad. i hope it's no, not that bad but no 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 no, no, no. i talk a lot about my own death so maybe if i can call nick shoots 73 and he's all like fuck every fuck all of this fuck that fuck this blah 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 <laughs> Shout out to Tom for this banger of a joke, though. Nick definitely spent at least a minute or two. Think <laughs> <laughs> of that joke. Yeah. Grayson, I'd pick up the phone and I would call Live Golf right now. And I'd be like, I, "Can I pay you to have me on for one year? Like, oh I'll, my I'll God. take, I'll take what I can get here." It sucks because I wasn't anti Grayson Murray until like, like one year ago. Maybe more than a year ago. Whenever this started, I wouldn't have any opinion actually on Grayson. Yeah, and so you know, you gotta don't forget about the people. We call the PIP. Murray was a year ago. I I only knew about him when him and the Kevin. Not that I only knew about. Yeah, him the Kevin. Bad. The kid when the Kevin off the, their jokes started going, they started bantering. I kind of got into it. Like, this is great. I love because yeah. golf is such a sport where there's like you know it's not a dramatic sport. Like mm-hmm. if you think of like their most dramatic show on earth, I don't know, like the Real Housewives the or one of these really dramatic shows, The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Like if The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is here, I mean, golf is like oh, yeah. below the floor. Well, and now golf because of Liv and Grayson and all these like little fights and inner fighting yeah. is now like I think I'm watching like you know the kardashians the real housewives like netflix is gonna take it to here like oh, next they year yeah, holy that's right. cow yeah like i i think netflix is probably just like creaming in their pants just thinking about this season they're like holy cow we couldn't have picked like a better time ever in the history of golf in yeah. like yeah. any sport like any sport right that there's a rival like just so many storylines holy cow they're gonna make millions i'll buy it if they sure. increase netflix by like double or triple i'm buying it just to watch this so good golf yeah. i'm still bumming a free netflix account by the way yeah. so uh so I'm thinking, uh... <laughs> we won't clip that yeah don't clip yeah, that, don't clip that. <laughs> netflix don't come at me don't see guys on the golf <laughs> we're a mom and pop family my mom so, it, so actually yeah I, I, i'm curious before we get into because i do want to get before we lose you i want to hear about some live stuff from you but i am curious if it is it like is this a solo show i heard you have a a designer you got the manufacturer um Mm -hmm. but like i mean yeah is it is it just kind of you on it on a day-to-day basis because that's a freaking lot even with a even without a job i mean like even if you didn't have another freaking job that's a shit ton of work yeah gas house is is literally me i uh you know obviously my parents helped me out with um you know with funding it to start 
Um, you know, I, I didn't come from like a like a crazy white collar family. Like my dad was a retired police officer. My mom, she works in the wine industry now, but she she was a hairdresser for years. And I, I kind of pitched them this idea back in uh before back in like late 2019 before we started. And I was like, look, kind of want to take a leap of faith. Would you guys potentially support me on this? And they were like, we love this. This sounds like a great idea. Um, and I was like, obviously I'll run the day-to-day operations, you know, working in finance, you know, that's kind of my forte, daily logistics, financial operations, excuse me, uh, you know, procurement of product, you know, dealing with manufacturers. Like I love that stuff. Cause you know, my, <clears throat> the last company I worked for was a manufacturing company. So like, if it comes like writing up a PL and like doing anything financial, I was like, this is what I want to do. And I can just do it for Damn. myself. So yeah, you're a but, G. No, the gas house is just me. I mean, I, you know, we see orders come in, you know, we get them filled out. I've got, uh, actually have a really nice area in my house that I like keep inventory in. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this, but if you order a gas house golf polo, I have a, luckily I have a really good attic. Um, thankfully, but like, I keep like polos, like in boxes, like, you know, this one's called breaking 90. So like breaking up nineties, like small, medium, large, XL, yeah. double XL, whatever it is. And I have them go through and people are like, Oh, you know, are you ever going to outsource? And I'm sure as we continue to grow, that conversation has come up more and more recently because, mm. you know, I do work my day job, but something about me getting an, a notification on my phone and it's like, Hey, you know, Jackson from, you know, um, Illinois has ordered a polo. And I, I just get stoked every time I see it. Yeah. It could be one polo or 10 polos. I filled out yeah. the other day. Somebody bought eight golf polos. I'm like, oh, whether you buy yeah. eight or we buy one, like, I just, I don't know. I love it. And I, I don't know. Like, it's kind of like humbles you a little bit that people like the stuff that you have and you're putting it out there. So I touch every single order. You know, I put a sticker in the bag for you. Sometimes I do little promotional things like free towels or free things, whatever it may be. Um, we're going to do some, t- some t shirts coming up soon. I got a, uh, place on the street making some gas house golf polo t-shirts for me but no i i run it the day to day and and my parents are always like hey you know if you need help or whatever i went to a um i went to a trade show the pj super show of the carolinas it was my first trade show ever and it was in and this is this is great it was in february of 2020 right for covid oh. and it was up in uh, greensboro north carolina and everybody's there i mean Nike's there, Callaway's there, Ping is there. You know, they've got, they've got tents with hitting bays in them. And then you got little gas house golf. And somehow they gave me a really, really good corner boot. And I had shirts there. I had the, you know, the, the pop-up banners. I had everything. But, you know, my mom works in the wine industry. And I was like, and at the time, I wasn't dating anybody. So, like, I could have, like, a girlfriend. Like, hey, baby, you know, can you come out with this thing for the weekend or whatever? And I was like, hey, mom, like, will you come with me? My mom is, she could sell sand in the desert. Like, <laughs> truthfully, she could snow, she could sell snow in a blizzard. And I was like, mom, will you come with me? And she was like, absolutely, I'll go with you. She goes, can we pour wine? And I go, I don't see why we can't. So I emailed the the, uh, the director of the event, and I was like, hey, man, look, my mom's a sommelier. You know, we're not going to serve anybody underage, but, like, if we were to have champagne and wine at my booth, would you say no to it? And he was like, I mean, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. He was like, yeah, sure, why not? So we had, if he came over to my my booth, you know, we were doing giveaways and raffles, but then it was also, hey, we brought like champagne, and like people were coming over, we had like music playing, like it was funny. Like, a couple of the booths around us were like, you know, they were doing their thing, you know, just yeah. selling little things, and I had like the music, the wine, I'm talking to people, and it was like a really, really cool event. So uh, yeah, that was it. We had a great it's time. Like the- Catalina wine mixer, but for golf. 
That's what I'm saying, man. So, uh, <laughs> so in the quick skinny answer, yes, Gas House. I run the day to day business, um, but I get some help when I go to events with you know parents or friends, whatever it may be. And next year, I'm planning on spending some time. You talked about you went to the Honda Classic earlier this year, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna try to go because we live in we're in Charleston, South Carolina. So, like I was down in um, St. Augustine, which is like right south of Jacksonville, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. for for a little trip. It was like a four hour drive. So like we can get down to Florida like really, really quick. So I'm going to try to spend some time during next year's Florida swing. Um, okay. Arnold Palmer, Honda Classic, um, yeah. Sawgrass, all that stuff. So I'm going to try to like maybe rent a house down there for like a month and just like, you know, go to all the events, try to be a vendor, set up where I can. And then we'll definitely come uh, and we'll have some golf ahead of us. Yeah, yeah, for we'll sure. Hit us up. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll pull up. And, and by then we'll be getting – We'll be getting 200,000 live viewers on the pod, so we'll have you on again. You won't need it by then, (laughs) especially with TJ Maxx, everything going full motion, signing players, bang, bang, bang. You got a couple of guys. We can always shoot the shit about something, man. Yeah, Yeah. I see you didn't mention the Live Tour events that they'll probably get in on that Florida swing as well if when they come, you know what I mean? I mean that's 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 fine. I mean I'm not gonna we're not gonna say no to it. I know there's a lot of polarizing opinions on it. But yeah, what do you think? Because we got a chat here from Nur. Liv needs to sign big young name player who. Yeah, Nick, they signed me. I Nick's think right here. Probably, you know, yeah, <laughs> Nick's right here. I'm coming hot off of a. Uh, I think I shot seventy. Yeah, seventy three in my last tournament. So I'm coming hot. Nice, off a nice one over par. Um, <laughs> From like sixty seven hundred yards, so I'm only yeah, you're broken club. Pissed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. I would I would be down to get on board with you know if Liv needs polos or whatever it is like that. I take the political side out of it, you know. But one thing I have a request from them until we work with them is they gotta change those damn team names. What is up with that? That's like remember when we used to play what was like the backyard sports games like on our like PCs when oh, we yeah, were like backyard seven baseball. or eight years old. Yeah, it's like backyard baseball. It's like those yeah. team names are so bad and so generic. I was like, wait a second, you're trying to tell me a company or you know these Saudis that have essentially the printing cash, they have endless money. I'm like, those were the best team names that you all could come up with right now. I was like, we got to work I, on that. I think what they did was they had Nick. You probably know. I think they had um, team captains and the captains picked the name. Right? No chance. I feel like the. Oh, okay. I, I feel like the. First off, golfers aren't creative enough to, like, think of names. Because, like, if they would have thought of names, it would have been boring. It would have been like, oh, let's just be the Tigers. Which would have been, like, I mean, they probably better than, like, the Fireballs. But, like, yeah. golfers have no originality. Like, there's no yeah. – cre- they're creative on the course. But put them in, like, a classroom setting and it's just, like, I don't know. Like, let's just be the yeah, the Portland I, – I feel like we should have given them cities. Portland people. Yeah, the Portland people. The go- they would have been, let's be the Portland golfers or something like that. Yeah. It's, just, it's just weird enough where it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's my one request. So live golf if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. Please, Jesus. Yeah. Apparently right now, Liv is um, – I saw Jake Adams. He's a part of Country Club Adjacent. If if you've seen like back off challenges is what him and his guys do. But yeah, apparently like you can just <clears throat> shoot them an email and, and just get some tickets. I mean, the tickets are only like 70 bucks. What you got to worry about is the $600 flight to Portland. But, yeah. Um, did you I mean, already look up the flight to Portland? Oh, yeah. It sounds like you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's 600. Well, they, they come to Chicago. So, I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. not too far. They come yeah. to Florida. I'm hoping to be in Florida oh, by yeah. September yeah. and that's when they come here. So, well, you could just like, I don't know, man. 
figure it out. Fly. I'm coming with you. So, yeah. well, actually, Nick, they have um, the final events in Miami. Oh, perfect. At Trump. Yeah. That's going to be bougie. Very bougie. Yeah. I can tell in Miami. Yeah. So, I mean, personally, I'll, I'll share my thoughts because I'm sure everyone cares. I think Liv fails in five max years. I kind of want Liv to fail unless PGA Tour can figure out a way to have – like, I like Brooks. I like Bryson. I like Reed. I feel like they bring this enjoying side to call. Like, I don't – it's nice actually kind of having a rivalry between Liv and the Tour, but if if the Tour is going to kind of kibosh them from playing in the tournaments, it's kind of like, you know, there's not much incentive as a viewer – in my opinion, to watch these events. But I'm hopeful that they figure stuff out. I mean, but people get – dude, there is a big divide in golf right now. People are very oh, – so the, the DMs are the DMs are heavy anytime I even just spell the word L-I-V. It's like oh. a dog here in T-R-E-A-T. It's like, oof. You know, as somebody who's, who's on the golf course a lot um, and talks to the people, you know – yeah, yeah the I've noticed the the changing of opinions from earlier in the <laughs> earlier when Liv came out, it was like, oh my god, why the hell would anyone do this? To now today, some of the conver- of course it gets brought up in every round yeah. of golf you play. Yeah. And uh-huh. today it was, well, the PGA Tour takes like 23 like Saudi backed sponsors and I was just like and having that like so why would it why why should I care if like another tour sponsored by the Saudis and I was like, okay, let's um i'm like the the tide's changing i feel like a little bit you know okay. in the you know the the golf the community sphere. people are like and live i guess you know they want they want to live laugh love and i get it you know i'm trying to play so yeah. sign me up i feel like with every like golfer they've like signed because obviously like in the beginning it was a super hard line i think like everyone was team like anti-live yeah. and then they started to sign you know they got dustin and then, you know, Phil and like that first kind of wave. And then they kind of got like that second wave where it sounds like Brooks and like Abraham Answer and like people. I mean, Brooks is kind of polarizing, but like, a lot of people like Abraham Answer. He was not like an unliked guy on tour. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised about Taylor Gooch, by the way. I'm still scratching my head on that one. But, um, but you know, the, like every new golfer that has like a pretty recognizable name, I feel like the blow is being lessened a little bit, if that makes yeah. any sense. And that's just from what I've seen from, you know, and that might not be my personal opinion, but that's just what I've seen from like reading comments and like, you know, getting on, you know, just golf mm-hmm. threads and talking and stuff like that. I feel like that's kind of like the rhetoric I've started to see a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, funny. They targeted like some of the most hated golfers on the PGA tour. Like they just wanted the controversy. They went after Bryson and Reed and Nam yeah. and like, I mean, even Phil. Yeah. Phil. I, we tar- of, yeah. I talk about this all the time on my podcast. Like, or on this podcast, geez. Um, like, Phil Mickelson is, like, one of the greatest, in my opinion, one of the greatest golfers of all time. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if just 11 of his second-place major finishes, even if just, like, three of them went his way, I mean, I feel like it'd be a little bit more. But, I mean, people hate Phil Mickelson for some, you know, for some reason. I'm all for – I'm all for, like, a rival golf tour – because it, it originally was like, what, the PGL, they wanted to kind of be like like almost like a complimentary tour to the tour for the slow seasons. Yeah. It's just a really it, it's just a really interesting time in golf right now. It's like it's pretty it's just crazy. Yeah. It really is. 
I think something that like may come out from this, what could, and I was thinking about this earlier. I was, I was working um, and I said like a, a wild live versus PGA thought come across my head. I'm sure a lot of people have had this thought too, but like, let's say live fails or it succeeds, I guess, whatever you want it to be. I think it will end up pushing the PGA to do different things. We've already seen that. They said they're changing the fall series. They're adding yeah. those like new $25 million yeah. purse events, no cut. So they're already changing. And it's kind of funny because like live essentially everything before was like, Oh, PJ should do this. And then they were like, we're not going to do it. But then they got a gun to their head. And now they said, now we're going to do it. But I think what they could do too, to, and maybe they, I don't know if they'd ever bring live people back. That's another discussion for another day, but the PJ tour, I mean, you know, 40 something tournaments, they're all stroke play week in, week out. You know, it can get, that can get stagnant after a while. Yeah. And that's the conversation that everybody's had. They've been saying it for years, but I hope that what live does is it now changes the PGA tour to do more events like, one of my favorite events is the Zurich Classic. Like, not the biggest. I mean, big names go, like Cam Smith and those guys there. But, like, yeah. Tiger doesn't play the Zurich. And, like, I don't yeah. remember if Rory played it or not. But, like, that's a fun event. Like, the PNC Championship, even yeah. – I don't even know if that's an official event with them. Or I know it's, like, an off-season event. But, like, they should do more, like, mixed events or, like, things that are not just the typical everybody versus everybody stroke play. Yeah. You know, let's add a little sugar and spice to it because yeah. um, – I think they'll need to do that to react to live because they're serious. I, I could see live doing anything. Like they might go yeah, exactly. completely off the wall with the, with a, with a style of competition for an event. And I think the PJ tour, I mean, they've got the ability to do that. Hey, change whatever ABC event to now make this a mixed event, like bring in the best LG play LPJ players. I'd love to see the quarter sisters tee it up with like, you know, I mean, Rory and those guys, I mean, that would be awesome. I and mean, do more yeah. mix, do more, you know, I had, I had this thought today, like, and I know it would be interesting to do because of like amateurs not being able to get paid, but like, let's say you paired like the, let's say it was a hundred man event or whatever it was. And you paired like the top hundred guys and you got the best hundred college golfers and like oh, they played man. like a mixed event together, but they were like teammates. Like you could run yeah. it left, right and center. I mean, I just hope that live at least makes the PGA tour like pivot a little bit, like do yeah. more interesting stuff. I don't know. Yeah. That's my take on it. I, I actually love that. I love both of them, LPGA and college. I mean, that, that right there is genius. I'm going I'm to go make full videos. Say Rich from Gas House Golf came up with these genius-ass ideas. Please. Because <laughs> I, I remember, like, watching, like, uh, match play WGCs as a yeah. kid and being like, these are freaking dope. Like yeah, this, and it brings up a different style of player play. too. Like yeah. Kisner is a match play guy. Yeah, he might like, not win the Masters, but he's like, I mean, they call him the Bulldog. Besides, he went to UGA. Like, I mean, he's like, you know, when you're fighting him in a match play event, it's like you'd probably rather play like anybody but Kisner and like yeah. those types of guys. So it makes certain players better during certain times. Yeah, I saw a clip on TikTok of, uh, I think it was this past year. What was it? Was it the Dell that Scotty beat Kiz in the finals? I think mm-hmm. it was that one. Yeah, that and. Is, uh, it, you know, Kiz, Kiz was struggling all day against Scotty. I forget which hole it was. He was down like three strokes. It was like 13, 14 hole or something like that. And Kiz hits his shot. There's water on the left and like fairway on the right. Kiz is on the left side. Scotty Scheffler is in the middle of the fairway. Kiz hits his shot, just starts walking. He's just He walks right, right past Scotty Scheffler, and he walks all the way up to the green, puts a freaking mark on, the, on his ball, and Scotty Shepherd's like still in the freaking middle of the fairway, like waiting to hit. I love that. I think that's just like that's awesome, oh. competitive, fun golf to watch right there. It's called pace yeah, of play. It is called pace of play, but like it, it's kind of like like that's just you know getting in the head. Like you're 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 almost getting like desperate to just like 
have Scotty make some type of mistake, get that momentum, and just ride off of that. So I thought that I saw that on TikTok, and it, it was cool. But I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I hope the tour and it, as you mentioned, I mean that twenty-five million dollar, um, whatever it is, at the end of the year, it's that it's in the right direction. My biggest yeah. issue with Live is just from or my issue with the pga tour is just because i run golf balling and it's like if i post anything of the pga tour even if it's in my basement on my phone of the tournament page gets shut down for a week or it's like well you know i understand you want to make your money off it and you don't want other people profiting off your product but at the same time like you know figure it out so is what i'm saying figure it out so i've heard that i've heard that before it's just it, it's ridiculous. It happened at the memorial for me. I posted Max Home a duff in a shot because it was hilarious, and people are loving it. People are sharing it. Maybe it won't get someone to say like, like, oh, is this golf? Like, I'm gonna go play golf. But it at least just it's at least golf content on a golf page. What bad can that really do? It answers nothing. So I say we gotta go to a live event, man. I don't know. We do have to go to a live event. So I'll meet you down in Florida for that one. Let's yeah, I mean, I'll, let's I'll make go. it happen. October, I think, is when it is. And like I said, the tickets are like seventy dollars, so it's, sure it's we not like them. it's we'll get them for free. We'll just, yeah, we can definitely. Yeah, yeah we can definitely no. get them for free. Hopefully, I'll play in it because then I'll give you guys like my my player pass <laughs> tickets. So I'll leave them at the front gate. <laughs> Perfect. So. We'll be rocking our gas house polos, and everyone will be like, "Dang, is that?" They really need to have. Qual- that right they need to have qualifiers for the live, but it like your handicap has to be over like a five. And then so every guy who's like, I could have every fucking five handicap that's on the golf course. And he's like, I could have shot 24 over and made 120 K. It's like, well, no, you couldn't have like maybe if you were like a plus two, but still like I'm sitting there and I'm like, you're still playing competitive golf. And Andy Ogletree yeah. won the goddamn USAM. So, yeah, exactly. or did he I, play. I don't know. if Yeah. Just, I'm over a five handicap. I'm going. Right. I'm making ass of myself in a heartbeat. At least yeah. I, I'd look good doing it while I have a gas. Yeah, there ball. you go. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that gas guy shot like 95 today. Like, yeah. That would be looking good though. I'm like, yeah, let's go. They should give him <laughs> like a hundred strokes, and then, or like, no, give him like 70. Give give him like 50. I'm sorry, it's three rounds. Give him 50. Um, but if he doesn't win, he doesn't get any money. So like, um, that brings he, something. He has up. to win the entire event and then he can get to 3.5 mil um, but if he doesn't he gets zero dollars but you get a 50 stroke head start so that would be kind of, i wouldn't actually be surprised if live just did just some random dude just because yeah. like that's money. that's interesting rich we were talking about this on the podcast last week and i'll use it i'll, I'll say it for you if you were 50 over or yeah 50 over, let's say you're 50 under at brookline this past week you're what 50 round? under round one. Like just to start. Just to start. Okay. Just to start. Yeah. You're just okay. starting at 50 under. Are you, you know, what comes? And let's see, Matt, Matthew Fitzpatrick, he won it. What was his number? What did he shoot? Seven? Six? Se- yeah, I think seven? it was seven. seven so I was six. watching, I was watching Eric Anders Lang, <clears throat> who oh, um, yeah. from Random Golf Club. He did, I think he's like a four or five handicap. Somewhere between that four yeah, and he's six a range. He's, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he can stroke it. Um, he went out there and it wasn't during, I and mean, you could see it was definitely like months and months ago. They were still building mm-hmm. the grandstands. It looked yeah. kind of cold out when he played. I'd probably say it was like early springtime, maybe. Um, and he went out there and I watched just the first half 
of because he plays 18 holes. He always does like the break 90 series. Like, oh, can a you know a regular guy break 90 um, at a U.S. Open yeah. course in their conditions or uh, um, yeah, U.S. Open course? And he went out there. And I pretty much remember after the first nine, he was like 11 over. Wow. Okay. So I mean, let's just say you know you compounded that. I mean, one round he's 22 over. I mean, not every day he's going to be 22 over, but I mean, yeah. let's say let's say he even does a little bit better. Let's say he shoots 15 over each day. I mean, that's 60 over right there. So that puts you at plus 10. I'm going to say no, man. I just – it's hard. I get the jitters playing. I played in my – I belong to a course here in Charleston. I played in a member member guest like two weeks ago. And um, I went up to the first tee, and I, I just completely shit the bed. Like, I played so bad. Like, I was – the guys I was with, I was like, hey, like, look, I'm really sorry. I'm really not playing well today. And then just turned to a drinking event because my yeah, one buddy – we ended up shooting – It was a, it was the – Nine hole best ball, nine hole scramble. So on the first nine is you know if I shot a par, he shot a birdie, took his score, whatever. And we ended up shooting a couple under, and like I contributed like off the tee and from the green, I did absolutely zero. Like not one single shot of mine. I took and I played so bad, but that's because I turned it into a drinking event. So at the end, I really won. Yeah. I did make a few birdie putts though. So knowing how I do under a little bit of that pressure and knowing that I've got guys, I mean, these guys are coming at you. That 50 immediately becomes like, now it's 40 after nine holes. If you shot what Eric Anders Lang shot. So it's like, you're just seeing your margin just go down and you're watching yeah. just this herd of people come at you at full speed. I'd be shitting my pants. I mean, no, I need like a hundred strokes. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I don't think yeah. I could, I, I don't, I, I could not, but I was, I was wondering cause Nick's, Division, I don't former division one golfer. I think it. I don't know. I think it'd be close. Like I honestly think it'd be. Close. I think it would be close as well, just because you're not. I mean, let's say you shoot there's 85. Still very. There's a skill gap there. 13. There is a skill gap. I mean, you know like, what I'm saying? Like even if it's a bad, over. a terrible yeah. round for you, I would say it was a like par 70, 85. Right? Oh shit! Par, it was 70. par 70. That's yeah, right. they only had two par like, fives. Yeah, that's right. I'm not saying like I don't like. I feel like. It definitely could shoot over 85 like it could like it could happen there um, yeah especially that saturday like i don't think i break 80 that saturday no chance like it, no chance in hell like mm. i unless i'm playing like the best golf i've played in my life but yeah i don't know i think it gets really dicey i would love to go play under i want to play a you a u.s open course under like u.s open conditions and just see if i can break 90 yeah I could break 90. I don't know why I said that, but not in the I'm fall. gonna play the ocean course in a few weeks. There's some guys oh, on lunch. They loop down there. So Kiowa from Charleston, where I live in Charleston. It's about a 40-minute drive. And uh actually a bunch of the caddies, they just went to like a, a caddy tournament up in uh they opened the Pinehurst this past week and I I gave them all gas house polos and they're like, Oh Rich, you know, we'll get you on, you gotta come play with us. And I was like, and I've heard horror stories from how hard the ocean course is. And honestly, I would probably say, I mean that's probably comparable to like difficulty level of like us open courses. I mean, with that wind coming yeah. in off the ocean. So when I go there and shoot like 125 and lose like $300, you guys will be the first people to know. And I will walk yeah. out of there with my head held up high. It, you know, I, I looked good. It's fine. Yeah. I good. Pro v1, whatever. It is what it is. One of so my I'll, I'll, I'll push you. Yeah. One of my proudest moments, I did play Aaron Hills, but the conditions was like, it was, so easy but i did play from like 7800 yards and i shot 76 and i was like so happy like that was like the best it was on my birthday too and i also had covid at the time but i didn't know i had covid um so sorry about that sorry. Um, 
but no, that was like the best 76. I feel like, but it was also the like easiest condition air house could ever yeah. be. When we went to and Pinehurst in a golf trip last year, or I'm sorry, back in 2020, it was with um, my buddy who I was telling you about before, uh, Dan, and then his friend who caddies. He's caddying at the, at the senior US Open right now and a fraternity brother of mine. And we played number four, and I swear it was like the windiest day on this planet like it couldn't have gotten any windier i remember looking i was like 110 yards away and i normally fly my seven iron like 170 on the dot and i was 110 yards and i had to hit a full seven iron in i mean it was a little uphill but i was like when you see 110 yards and you're on a course i mean obviously four is not number two so it's not a u.s open but you know there's still some turtle back green it's still tricky and i remember i walked out of that round that day and it was super windy and i shot like 96 or something like that and it was some of the bunkers on that course i mean then you're playing that like and you know nick obviously you played d1 golf in college so you play some of the best courses i was looking at a bunker on like holding four or five and i think the bunker at the time it looked as tall as the empire state building i ended up <laughs> chipping out backwards and then chipping back <laughs> over it because i was like i don't have a shot in my bag like, i couldn't open up my 60 degree wide enough i was like i need like a 90 degree wedge like how do you physically get that <laughs> there's the italian of me coming out i'm like talking oh, about yeah. how do you get this out of here so i chipped backwards and i chipped over and i'm thinking like a triple or something but just playing number four in the windy conditions it was the day and i shot like, like 95 or something like that i can only imagine what a full u.s open course would be and it's in its prime so when eric anders lang shot like 20 something over i was like thank yeah, you homie you like I, I you did you took one for the team he he, he walked so we could run yeah, yeah yeah there you go well I you have... mentioned for oh, oh no i yeah, have to ask oh, were you about to ask where you went to college no i was gonna ask oh. what fraternity was he in Oh, so drew a question yeah, yeah. oh i was uh i was a member of kai Sai at the university of south carolina so i'm a gamecock so any of your clemson listeners i'm really sorry i do have an orange polo out there i am from greenville so a little bit of love so all my all my clemson people can uh they can that's still rock sweet. ass house and feel, feel good about it that's where my dad and uncle went so they I'm went a to big cock fan over here oh they went to get oh they went to usc fan. let's go yeah uh, yeah cox <laughs> cox by 90 cox by a billion cox on we top had, uh, i mean the best do we had elliot fry former place kicker uh, for the oh, yeah. South Carolina Gamecocks <laughs> on the podcast a while ago. No um, shit. Yeah. So, all right, I don't want to keep you too long, so I got two Amen. questions for you. First one, I'll let it marinate in your head. I want the I want a dream foursome, the Rangers letting you play with five at a course. So let that marinate in the back of your head while you answer your – Let's say you're boozing a little bit with the boys. You're it's a chill, relaxed ground. You're at the halfway house. I'd love uh-huh. to hear the order here. I am actually writing down. I've got two. So myself and then four others included. Yep. Yep. I've actually I've got three of them. There I might have go. to simmer on the last one. I'm trying yeah. to think who would be really polarizing. Um I would love nothing more. The first two are so easy for me. I want to golf, not with them individually. I want them at the same time. I want Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. That would be so good. Because, you know, Bill, he might, you know, he's some, I mean, both Bill and Donald, they, like, both will say stuff that might be like a little like, whoa, what did you say there, buddy? So, like, you know, you get Bill Clinton, he'd say something. But then, you know, you'd have Donald, and he'd be like, that was the worst shot I've ever seen in my entire life. Everybody agrees. That's the worst shot, Richard. You could have hit it better. You're a horrible golfer. I want to get, like, that commentary. But then I want to get Bill like a little bit drunk and he starts talking about some Oval Office shit from his 90s. And then you're like, oh, wow, this is really getting good. And then you sprinkle in like John Daly in there too. Cause you know, he's nice. going to be ripping. Like, 
absolutely like 12 diet cokes like oh, yeah. 10 bags yeah. of m&ms he's just two gonna be acting two packs of cigs i hope yeah. he smokes marlboro res i don't know what he smokes but i hope he smokes cowboy killers um so uh slick willie the donald john daly that would be great and then the last one i'm thinking i have to throw in like a, another curveball i mean obviously everybody wants to play with tiger yeah. um i think just i'll go to a, a golfer for this one i know i said john but i just want like the eye rolls of brooks kepka like when he when i was watching his u.s open interview the other day and they were talking about live like he couldn't eye roll any harder than you could physically eye roll and the, the the banter back and forth between him and uh because he like he's like, the type of guy where he likes golf but he doesn't like play golf when he's home he's like yeah. yep i'm here i play to make money i don't play any other time than it is and i would just love to hear him like eye roll listening to bill and donald like talk shit at each other and then like john's in the background with like a hooters girl like smoking cigs just ripping darts and i'm like that to me would be a great day on the golf course i feel like he'd what be course? so out of place yeah oh what course Oh, my favorite course I've ever played is the Dormy Club in Pinehurst. So it's actually the background on my phone. So actually, I can't show my technologies. But the, when we did that Pinehurst trip, we played four. We played Southern Pines. We played um, Mid-South, Talamore. And the last course we played was the Dormy Club. And everyone was like, how is, you know, Pinehurst not your favorite? Don't get me wrong. Pinehurst was great. Talamore was great. Those courses are legendary. But something about that Dormy Club, it was so, so cool. Um, and if I I think it's, like, private now. We kind of had to, like, make a few phone calls to get in there. But if you can play the Dormy Club in the Pinehurst area, you know, it, walking in between from hole to hole, if you've ever been to, like, the Dominican Republic or, like, out yeah. in, like, Costa Rica or something, and you kind of feel like you're in the jungle, like, in yeah. between each hole – you forget that you're on a golf course. You're like, Ooh, wait, cool. am I golfing or am I like in the middle of like a resort or like some tropical jungle? I don't yeah. know. It was, a, it was a crazy sensation. And it was cool because that whole, the course wasn't just, oh, it's long, it's hard. Like there was like a par three on there. It was like 105 yards. And it was like Money. on this little shelf. It was tricky. I mean, the course was beautiful. It was in great shape. Um, the Dormy Club. I yeah. love it. It's my favorite I've played so far. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, the, the next question, or I guess my last question here yeah. is uh, Nick. If you got start thinking, but um, halfway house order, boozing a little bit with the boys. What you, what getting? you getting? Yeah, with Donald. With Donald, I mean, I, mean, I feel like you got to throw a pork muscle in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna go halfway house order. I wish it would be somewhere that like had a, a teleportation device that could like pull in cookout trays. Have you guys ever had cookout before? Yeah. Yeah. yeah had cookout. In Nashville? Nashville, yeah. Nashville. Oh my fuck. Yeah. God, if you could get a place, place that had so cookout good, trays and the milkshakes, but make it like a boozy milkshake or something. Oh, oh yeah, dude, man. you got to get, it's like, cause you can get like cheeseburgers, corn dogs, hot dogs, whatever, whatever you want, whatever the fuck you want. So I would do a cookout tray or I'd probably get, the double cheeseburger, the side would be like quesadilla, oh. and I get the hush puppies. And then booze wise, I mean, you gotta rip, you gotta rip some fireball heaters, and uh, and just like a billion Coronas, like uh, just a whole caseload of Coronas. I mean, that's all. That's all my roommate and I drink. We just slug back Coronas all the time. So Fuck I say yeah. cookout and just one billion Coronas. I forgot about cookout, dude. When Nick and I went to Nashville in January, and I what did we go three times? It was at least minimum four yeah i mean we were, we were there for like we were there for like three days <laughs> when, when i was at the university of south carolina my uh my junior year, sophomore junior 
I don't remember what it was. They put a cookout downtown and like the downtown area is called five points. It's where all like the bars are. Everybody goes and parties there and they put a cookout like in five points. And I, it would be hard pressed to go out and then not go to cookout yeah. afterwards. I mean, the line there, I mean, that was the place to like, you know, at the end of the night, we're going to cookout and then we're going to walk our asses all the way home with that cookout tray and just, you yeah. know, be drunk and like <laughs> eat it. It was great. Enjoy, so, yeah. That was that was a great time of my life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Nick, you got any uh final remark or question? I got I give I'd say my final remark is go go check out Gas House golf polos and go buy or go buy some polos. Buy whatever. Buy the entire website out because that's that's what I would do if I had no money. I just buy it all out. That would be cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. Love it. Yeah. Well, Rich from Gas House Golf, I will put your at link and your website. What what is your website, Fanny? It's gashousegolf.com. and then Instagram is just at gashousegolf. So we try to try to make it as easy as possible to find. Hell yeah! Well, it, it was a pleasure, man. I you were a phenomenal guest. Definitely one of the the most exciting entertaining interviews and um we're definitely playing golf i, I don't it, maybe it might not be at live in in october but it's it's happening and uh i'll bring a shit ton of coronas please just like yeah. and if i could get a golf cart that could like custom have a keg of coronas on the back <sighs> done i'd sign up done for yeah. so I, corona light do you want to make polos together i mean I, we can like definitely make some badass polos for you so dude let's do yeah. it yeah we've never had a golf ball and polo that would be like a limited drop like that would be the coolest thing ever we could definitely make that happen i mean we i've i've already got some ideas in my head i was looking obviously with your logo we can oh, we can do a lot yes. with that for oh, sure let's I, go uh, dude. my designer she she's great i i like i'm like when i draw it's like stick figures like I'm really <laughs> but i like will somehow like stick figure something together for her and i'll show it to her and i'll be like hey what do you think <laughs> about this and she'll be like I know exactly what you're looking for. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you do because I barely do myself. And then next thing you know, we whip up something. She did nine of my ten polos um, of, of our original drop. So she's super talented. So golf ball and polos in the bag. Let's do it. Yes, do it. Let's go. Hell yeah. So I'm going I'm to hit you up about that. And I'm also going to try and get some polos um, for the pod, for the channel, just for promo, unboxing video, whatever. And, um, yeah, everyone go check out. Gas House Golf because Check it out. he's he's got it going on. Thank you for listening, you. and um, we'll have you on sometime again, one hundred percent. So yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. It was a blast. Yeah, awesome.